Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to you and you and you and you and stuff. Michael Max Kelly with Breakfast Burrito. What's happening? Guys, I will give you a little of a, a little bit of forethought. Uh, yeah, I had my buddy's birthday last night. My bandmate, one of my best friends, super rad guy, so I might be a little slow. So I'll do my I'll do my thing and take my time. So I'm gonna start off on a positive note. I'm not gonna talk about the corona thing. For a while, um, what I would like to say is uh, the beaches are open. Oh my God, Northern California. I guess all California, I'm not really sure. I'm assuming it's all California. Beaches are open. And unlike the uh, Miami Beach stuff, um, out here in Northern California, you're pretty much like 100 or two or 300 feet away from other people. We have really big beaches here and not a lot of people. So Anyway, took uh, took me and my gal pal out the other day on the coast, and uh, they opened those suckers up, and oh boy, felt so good to get back to regular life. I must say. Um, went to let's see, where do we start? We started in. Well, I live near the coast, about eh, about thirty minutes away or so, uh, twenty five minutes, and so we went to. Um, Bodega Bay at first, and because I, I really was craving some oysters, I haven't had oysters in a long time. And I was like, "Oh yeah, let's stop by this one restaurant that I don't get some oysters." You know, stop by there, and <laughs> but unfortunately, since uh, they can only have outdoor seating, there's a forty minute wait, and like you know, fifty people waiting inside with masks on, and everything. I'm like, "The hell with this, let's just keep going." And so we kept going and going and going, and uh, my gal pal goes, "Hey, I got I know this place that does great crab sandwiches and some other stuff." So it's kind of on Bodega Head, which is kind of like right next to Bodega Bay. I mean, it's technically it's the same thing, but it's just a, a, a different area, if you will. And uh, it was great. We got out, and people were like drinking beer in the parking lot. No one's wearing masks outside because everyone's kind of spread out a little bit, and it just just felt like normal life. God, was it lovely. And, um, yeah, it took about 20 minutes or so to get the sandwiches. They were selling Pliny's there. For those of you that don't know, uh, Pliny the, uh, I think it's Pliny the Elder. Yeah. <laughs> the beer out here from Russian Rivers. Um, by the way, if they want to sponsor it, fantastic. Um, it's one of the best beers on the planet. And they were selling it by the bottle. And it was just so delicious. So we're just kicking it with the dog in the parking lot. And then waiting for the sandwiches. Like drinking beer in a parking lot. Which is completely illegal. But everybody was doing it. Because <laughs> there was only so many tables. And... You know, people were just waving at each other, and it was just kind of like, you could tell there was this energy about just people being out. And you could see smiles, you could see teeth, and just people waving. And anyway, it was, just, it was just really refreshing, guys. So anyway, uh, uh, the area where we're at was a place near what's called the uh, Fisherman's Festival in Bodega Bay. Uh, I think it's usually around September, but I can't remember. Um, oh, that rhymed, look at that. Uh, so anyway, I go, I go, hey, <clears throat> it's too crowded here, like, let's just go kick it by the kick it by the water for a minute and we went to uh, I was going to go to this little park that I know nearby and it was still closed and I went god damn it yeah, I thought they opened everything but apparently not I guess some things are open some things are not so I said screw it let's just park on the side of the road we're going to sit on a rock next to the water with the dog and eat our sandwiches and have a beer and just relax and we did and it was probably totally illegal but you know what it's uh, I just felt good there was a guy maybe 100, 150 feet from us, you know, fishing with a with the with the long rod, and you know, you wave. Just, just everyone's just out being normal, you know. I don't know. So this whole thing. Anyway, I said I wasn't talking about Corona, so I'm not. So anyway, here's the point. So we ended up going to. Um, I said let's just drive down the coast. So basically, Highway One, and then 
until we see a place that's not very crowded. And just go kick it with the dog, you know, just relax and just kind of listen to the waves and watch the water. And um, all the beaches were really crowded. Not crowded as far as people being close to each other, but crowded as far as cars and parking. Uh, there's not a lot of parking. And I said, well, what we should do is go all the way to the end. And the last beach is, before Jenner, is called Goat Rock, which or, or Arch Beach. It's really Goat Rock. But And I, uh, for those of you that follow me on Instagram and uh, Facebook, I mentioned that as the final scene in The Goonies. Um, the whole thing is shot in Astoria, Oregon, and then on sound stages in, in uh, Hollywood, Los Angeles. Um, however, the very last scene where the parents come to see the kids and the cops are there riding quads and you know they all get back together and they see the pirate ship go past, that was actually shot here. Um, but again, about 30 minutes from me. So, um, uh, so if you ever go back, yeah, look up Goat Rock Beach, uh, Sonoma Coast, and um, it's a cool spot. Anyway, it's my favorite beach. Uh, definitely my favorite beach of all time. It's huge. There's two sides to it. Um, so anyway, we get there. There was lots of cars there, but people just started parking in the sand anyway. They're like, screw it. We're going to the beach. And nobody was near each other. And I saw kids playing and people running in and out of the waves and, you know, people throwing Frisbees. And it was just, it was just so nice, you know, so nice. And it's like so silly that this thing had to be shut down. So anyway... Again, trying to stay on the positive. Um, so the point is, we just got to kick it there with the dog. We just hung out. We just chit-chatted, you know, with the little blanket and felt the sea spray hit our faces and uh, listened to the waves crash. It was just a teeny bit windy and I have great memories out there. Uh, Tell me my first date with my ex-wife now, we're still friends, um, was out there a long time ago. We did a, uh, I did a winter survival class um, from a college that I was in where you have to camp in the snow and learn how to snowshoe and cross-country ski and everything and build, uh, you know, ice, I get, technically they're, I guess they're what, ice caves, not like an igloo, but you actually dig, you dig a hole and you actually sleep inside the cave. They're actually pretty warm, to be honest with you. With a little bit of a, a candle, you're actually fine. The uh, insulation is great. So anyway, I learned a lot about the class. So I pick her up and and she goes, where are we going? I'm like, I don't know, some place called Goat Rock. I guess we're going to like hang out with some of my classmates and like you know, do a drum circle. People want to be drums. I'm a drummer. So uh, we ended up going out there and having a great time. So I've, and, then, uh, and then my gal pal now, I have great memories of her with her out there. And we're great friends. So uh, we've been to lots of like full moon parties out there. And uh, now you can't sleep overnight, but we used to be able to. So anyway, Goat Rock Beach, love it. Goonies. Nice people. It was rad. Everyone was polite. Everyone kind of stayed their distance, but nobody was wearing masks. It wasn't so stupid, you know? So anyway, anyway, let's get on to more and more and more positives. So let's see. I usually don't write notes for this show. It's, it's unedited, as you know, but I do have a few notes here. Oh, my hairstylist. There we go. Erica hair. Shout out to Erica. Gonna cut my hair soon. Yay. It's been like three months. I look like um, Cousin It from the Adams Family at the moment. It's adorable. And I just did a drum video. I just finished a drum video for uh, YouTube. Uh, Kate and I just do like a nine, ten minute video just to kind of screw around. And Again, unedited. It's unrehearsed. I just kind of screw around just to put stuff out there. It just feels good. Um, I, don't, I don't record every time I play drums, but... <clears throat> I don't know if anybody gets anything out of it. That's great. So um, did that the other day. So oh oh, and then on the way back, here's my other note. So we went to a restaurant. And here's the other great thing. So there's a place that I love called uh, Rivers End, and it's in Jenner, California, which is just north of the Russian River. 
Great restaurant. Uh, my buddy used to be head chef out there. Now he's a chef at a steakhouse in Santa Rosa. And um, we just got there all the time. It was great. It was one of those cool places where um, if we were showing up, it was cool. Like the guy would be like, don't even look at the menu, man. And like every like 20 minutes, just another course would come out. He's like, he's like, I don't know what you guys like. Just And it, we were friends with him, obviously, so it was a little different. But And something would just pop out. And you're like, oh, my God, cool. Lobster bisque. Best lobster bisque I've ever had in my life. Oh, cool. Here comes some shrimp. Here comes a fish dish. Oh, there's the steak. You know what I mean? And then there's some crazy dessert. You know, so um, anyway, uh, parked there. And I noticed there was, there was only a couple cars there. And I went, oh, man, they're probably closed. And so I go look through the door. And it's definitely dark. And I'm like, damn. And then a couple of young ladies come out from like the kitchen door. And I, and I go, hey, I, they must be the owner's kid. I don't know what they were. but And I go... Oh, hey, you guys open up there. Oh, yeah, like next week. And I go, okay, all right. And so, but here's the nice thing about um, not having a plan. So I used to have a Harley. I sold my, I had a Harley Davidson Fat Boy. I had a, I had a 99 Fat Boy. Love that bike. Had it for maybe five, six years. And when my ex-wife was pregnant with, with our first child, you know, decided to sell it, obviously. You're like, you're like huh, do you need 20 grand for a kid? Or you want to keep a $20,000 bike? It's like, yeah, okay, for right now, you know, obviously we'll sell it. So sold it to a retired San Francisco fireman, really nice guy. And he had to sell his when he had kids. So it was kind of a funny story anyway. So, but what I used to do back in the day was I would either pick north or south or east or west, and I would flip a coin. And, you know, heads was north, you know, tails south, and then, you know, obviously vice versa for east and west. And... I kind of did that with the car the other day. I knew we were going north and south, but I was just like, well, you know, we've already done the whole Sonoma um, coast through Highway 1 or whatever. So let's just keep going north. And I used to go to Fort Ross a lot. Um, nice place. And I said, there's only one restaurant that I know that's up there. It's at, it's at a lodge. Um, I said, there's like a little general store, like two little kind of hotel, little resorts things. I said, but there's only one restaurant. I said, no, let's just try it. And it's it's only like it's only like eleven miles or something, but it was eleven you know tough miles on the coast. And but it was great, just looking at the waves and the the, the clouds and the wind coming in. Another side note is, um, if you ever go back and watch Basic Instinct with uh, Michael Douglas and uh, what's her name, um, when he's supposedly coming from Stinson Beach from her house, that's really shot on Highway One between Fort Ross and Jenner. Um, it's a cool little grade. Uh, I forget the name of it, but. Um, and I was telling my gal pal, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the scene from Basic Instinct. You got to see this. And she goes, oh my God, you're right. And I said, yeah, obviously they were coming downhill. We're going uphill. Anyway, so we get up there. Everything's still closed. Like the Fort Ross Lodge was open, but they don't have a restaurant there. And then Timber Cove was completely closed. I went, oh man. So we pulled over, took the dog for a walk, this and that. Talked to a bicycle rider for a second. He was just taking a break and just kind of looking at the view. And the nice thing is, I guess the point of my story about the Harley thing is, Going back, I saw a sign saying, you know, Casadero, uh, 13 miles, which is a kind of a small town just outside of the Russian River area by Duncan's Mills. Um, and I went, well, we could take Highway 1 back or we could take this road that I've never taken. And I knew it was going to be hairy because it was like, you know, local traffic only. And here's the weird thing. They had metal signs already put up talking about just like essential businesses. It's all essential traffic only, like a metal sign about the COVID-19. I'm like, What? I'm like, well, the hell with it. We're going this way anyway. So, so we did. And it was hairy. It was like a one-lane road. Drove really slow. Um, luckily, I wasn't in my truck. We were in a, a small Honda, which really worked out. But got some good video at the top of the peak. And 
beautiful area. Just going through redwoods and seeing these great ocean views and it worked out. Anyway, so just getting lost. And I don't mean, and my buddy John put a thing up the other day saying it's got these two bikers on the side of the road. It's a really cool picture. And one guy's going, hey man, we're lost. And the other guy goes, no man, we we just ain't ever been here before. I just thought that was such a cool line. Shout out to John, man. What's up, buddy? So anyway, um, uh, and I go, hey, you know, we were getting hungry at that point because um, we had sandwiches on the coast, but that was probably like four hours previous, maybe a little bit less. And so I go, hey, there's this place I know. I used to ride my Harley out there in Duncan's Mills. And um, I used to go out there either on a Saturday or Sunday occasionally. And they would um, have um, uh, oysters. They would have raw oysters, barbecued oysters to be like a, usually like a blues band playing, like kind of like a light, kind of like a rock band, but not heavy outside on stage. I said, I said you know what? I haven't been there in a really long time. I said, let's go check it out. Because I'm usually busy on weekends. And... Um, and so, and by the way, this is like a Wednesday, so I guess I shouldn't say weekends, but I said, well, I don't know if they're open on weekdays because I had never been out there on a weekday. And by the way, it's a place called the Blue Heron. It's rad. The people that work there are awesome. Um, the locals that hang out there are really cool, really polite. And so I go, yeah, let's try it, you know. So we ended up um, cruising around, kind of going the back way, and they were open, and it was so nice. We pulled up. Because there's a place called, there's a place across the way where I used to go for breakfast called Cape Fear Cafe, I believe. It's across the way. And Duncan Smells, by the way, there's like four things to do there. There's like two, three antique shops and a restaurant, basically. So, um, and I go, yeah, the Blue Heron, though, because me and my bandmates would go out there occasionally. And then I used to go there during my Harley. So I, I have good memories of that place. I just kick it. I just get like, I would used to get like a non alcoholic beer and like eat some oysters, you know. Um, not drinking and riding the motorcycle because it was too expensive. So um, I, I go, yeah, the people I heard coming. Let's go, let's go see the up. And again, this is a Wednesday, so um, yeah, cruise up. And I saw all these cars in the parking lot, and I got so happy. And then I saw all these people sitting outside without masks. Um, it was a Wednesday, so they weren't doing oysters. There was no van. However, went inside. Talked to the bartender, two really nice ladies running the bar. Um, shout out to Marie and, oh God, and Sasha. You guys are rad. Just met you. And so we cruise in there. I go, oh man, it was just such a sigh of relief to go in there and just like have a regular, you know, meal at a restaurant. So we go in there and order a couple beers and uh, bring them out, sit at the picnic table. And then like, you know, eventually like some other guy like sits at our picnic table. We didn't care. Like, hey, what's up, man? You know? Everyone was cool, just telling stories and that. But I was talking to the to the girls that uh, that were working there. I, I'm like, oh, I used to come out here all the time. It's been like, God, maybe a year or two. But um, you know, you guys still have bands on weekends. They're like, no, we're not allowed to. I'm like, what? I'm like, we're allowed. I'll sit out here, and you can't have a. And by the way, the stage was outside. And I go, but you can't have a band on the stage. She's like, no, yeah, they're not letting us do it. I'm like, God dang it, you know. And I go, what about the oysters? She goes, no. She's all, the reason we used to do the oysters was the band would bring a bunch of people out. We'd get 100 people out here. And uh, we do oysters. So I guess we're not doing that right now. So anyway, super great service. If you ever get the chance, Duncan's Mills, nice people. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just bar food. It's nothing crazy special. We, get cal- we had calamari and stuff like that. But uh, good drinks, good service. Um, yeah, again, not sponsored, but they're rad. So I like I like to give my shout out to people that are cool. Um, what else? Oh boy. Let's see what's going on. This might be getting a little too long. What else? What else? Oh, Shot in the Dark. Shout out to my mom. Um, it would have been her 70th birthday. 
a couple days ago. And so what I try to do on her birthday, and shout out to Nicole for getting me some white wine. I don't usually drink white wine, but um, my mom used to love white wine. And so we drank white wine and watched uh, Pink Panther. Peter Sellers just, my mom it, it was has a great sense of humor, but she's not like a yuck, yuck, funny lady like the rest of my family. Like my dad's hilarious, brother, sister, and everything. But my mom had a great sense of humor. But I would never see her light up more unless it was Dudley Moore or Peter Sellers. I mean, she would cackle. So, um, shout out to, uh, so I watched uh, Shot in the Dark. And, and her favorite scene was when he ends up, he was, he's trying to find the, catch this killer or something like that. <laughs> he ends up in this nudist colony and the guy won't let him in unless he's naked. And he's trying to hide his, his uh, package with, a, with an acoustic guitar. Oh God, it's funny. So I I just I just got great memories of my mom and uh, <laughs> doing that kind of stuff. So what else, guys? What else? What else? What else? Here we go. Um. Oh, Epstein. Have you guys seen the Epstein thing on Netflix? I didn't know much about him. I knew that he got you know killed in prison. Sorry, I'm drinking my coffee right now, and we're standing by. Um. So Epstein, they did, I don't know, it's like maybe four episodes or something like that on Netflix. And uh, wow, that is some interesting stuff. If you get the chance, definitely check it out. Yeah. Oh, boy. Boy, did he cause some shit. Anyway, I would rather watch more positive stuff, but I do like to um, learn about things. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, censorship. I did. I didn't want to add this. Guys, um, Big Brother is listening. I'm sure you all knew that. You know, phones, microphones are activated all the time. And I'm, I'm not a conspiracy guy. I'm not paranoid. However, because, and don't censor what you say, but just know that you're being pretty much listened to and or recorded or whatever. Um, don't say anything, anything threatening. Don't say anything illegal. Um, but you're being listened to. And here, <laughs> I already knew this, but here's the thing. So this is crazy. So I did a, I think, I, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. Part of it. So when I was in, uh, actually, actually, I think I was just out of school. I might have been in film school, but um, I did a spec video for the Canadian band Kitty, which is a, um, uh, it's an all-girl metal band. They're really cool. I like their stuff. I, did, I love this song, Brackish, so I came up with this bit. I came up with a screenplay, a short, a short film, if you will, where these girls rob a, uh, like a diamond house. They're, they know that this guy has one stolen diamond they get word that it's theirs. So he hides it in the ceiling tile. Then they're gonna go get it. It's, you know, they had like some type of informant or something. And I was gonna make a short film, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" I'm like, "What if I? What if I do it to Brackish?" I'm like, "That'd be badass, right?" So I and I did it. I shot it and it turned out great. Again, didn't make any money off. Did, wasn't trying to make money off. It's it's their song. It was more or less a project for for college for film school. And here's the thing. So I mentioned this like a week ago on the podcast. Boom. The next day, I'm not kidding you, I get an email from YouTube saying there's a copyright infringement on Kitty. That thing's been online for like 12 years, okay? Not one problem. Again, I didn't monetize it. I didn't make a nickel off of it. I just wanted to pro the band and myself. I like the band. They, they used to open up for Slipknot, um, I think for the first tour, like years ago. I just like the song. It's a really cool song. I did it to Black and White with four girls, you know, robbing a diamond house. The second I mention it on the podcast, boom, done. I get a copyright infringement. And they said, we're not going to take it down. You're not in trouble. We're not going to sue you, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't from the band. It was from YouTube. But somebody's listening, guys. Somebody's listening. They're all listening. So just, 
Say what you want. Don't censor your speech, but also don't say anything that will get you into trouble. Um, I will give you fair warning on that. Um, so I remember, and I was telling my friend the other day, it was like, I remember being in high school, and uh, we had to read uh, Animal Farm in 1984 by George Orwell. Uh, two great books. If you get the chance, read them. I'm sure we've got, got a lot of downtime right now, so please, please read them. Um, and I remember, especially 1984, though. Animal Farm, I liked, but 1984 was the one that really like struck a chord with me. And I remember watching or reading it, and then we watched the movie with, uh, I think it's John Hurt after that. I think his name's John Hurt, the, that British guy, really good actor. I remember going, oh, man, that would suck. And he wrote it in 1948, so he just flipped the other you know, numbers over to make it 1984. I remember going, oh, man, if that ever happens, that would really suck. I'm like, but that's never going to happen. And then, you know, decades later, you're like, oh, boy, it's happening. They definitely listen. They're definitely hearing you. Um, even, what was it? Oh, this is weird. So you're going to love this. This is when it really started freaking me out. So... I get in a car accident. I took my son to the movies and we're coming back and this lady's driving on the wrong side of the street and plows into me. And so I should have had the cops come out, but nobody was really injured. I should have had the cops come out because maybe she was drinking. I don't know. But I was like two seconds from my house. It was so annoying. So she drives on the wrong side of the road and then veers around. I thought she was going into a driveway on the left side of the street Then then veers around. She was just taking a wide turn. She just never saw me. I was, I was behind her by... Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't want to do too much evidence out here. Anyway, she plows into me. She T-bones me. Well, meanwhile, I was in just driving along the road. So she she's on the wrong side of the street, plows into me. And, um, uh, you know, I get her name, insurance, we exchange information, you know, registration, all that other stuff, you know. And so, you know, driver's licenses, we take screenshots of each other's driver's licenses, da-da-da. And I shit you not, like... A week or two later, I'm on Facebook. You know when that thing comes up that says, people you may know? By the way, no, I don't know her. I've never met her. None of my friends are friends with her on Facebook or anywhere else. She lives like three cities away from me. And it goes, and, and the thing is, I had put something on Facebook about the accident, but I never mentioned names. I didn't do anything. I But I did take pictures. Didn't put any pictures online either. So between either emails to insurance companies or phone calls or texts or whatever, somehow Facebook got the information. That's why I'm pretty much I'm more or less staying offline. I, I, I'm online. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not. I'm trying not to like like anything. I'm trying not to like message people that much because they're they're just watching everything. So anyway, it goes people you may know, and it's her. It's that bitch that ran into me, and I went, "Are you kidding me?" And I look at like her picture and like, you know, her, her profile, I guess I should say, and her friends, everything. Not one of my friends is friend with her. Like, I don't know anybody that she knows, but somehow, somewhere, somebody picked up that I mentioned name, a name or through a text or an email or a phone call to an insurance company. I never did anything publicly, nothing online. I just said, Hey, this, this woman hit me when I was bringing my son home from the movies. So guys, they're listening. So again, don't censor your speech. But just be careful about what you say and be careful about what you what information you don't want to give up because they are definitely listening. I know a lot of people are going back to flip phones. And although I'll keep my smartphone, I'll tell you what, you know what? Not opposed, guys. I'm not opposed. So anyway, I think we're pretty much uh, wrapping things up here. It's getting a little bit long because I definitely want to have, uh, have some guests on. So uh, people are still a little bit 
little paranoid, and I want to make sure that the uh, uh, the by phone interviews things sound good. So I'm going to probably do a test with my brother and see how it goes. Let me make sure I got everything down just before I get up. Oh, this is a good one. So I was watching Rogan uh, earlier this morning with Bill Burr. By the way, I mean, I, everyone knows Joe Rogan's podcast, number one in the world. So this is funny, but they mentioned Kelly's Roast Beef, which is in, uh, technically, it's not Boston. It's technically a Revere, uh, called Revere Beach. And I used to spend a lot of time out there. Uh, my my dad's uh, my dad grew up out there in uh, Malden, which is about, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes away or so from Revere Beach. And... All the kids in our family, like our cousins, everyone, our favorite time was at Revere Beach. We just loved it so much. So anyway, find the story is this place called Kelly's Roast Beef. And for whatever reason, we don't have stuff like that out here in California, but people love roast beef back east. Um, there's roast beef shops like everywhere. You know, out here, you know, it's, it's, it's like seeing a McDonald's. There's just roast beef sandwiches everywhere for some reason. I don't particularly like roast beef, but this place was great. And... Um, so, uh, two things. So, so Rogan was talking to because they're both had spent time in Boston. They both grew up near there, more or less. They say, you've been to Kelly's Roast Beef. And what it made me think of was a funny story. So, Guy Fieri, who I know, he's not my buddy or anything, but he used to be a regular at my bar years ago. And uh, like I said, my ex-wife is still friends with his wife. And he's a good guy. He, he's a nice guy. And so, he, he did a thing at Kelly's Roast Beef. And the story came out that two guys... Uh, put both their, the partners put their money together to um, open the place, and you know I forget their last names. You know one was Murphy, one was like Kennedy or something like that. And so they were fighting over what the place was going to be called because I believe they were going fifty fifty on everything. So uh, they're at a bar one night drinking and arguing, you know. <laughs> and so uh, one of the guys goes, "All right, how are we going to solve this?" and the other guy goes, I'll tell you what. He goes, he goes we're just going to name it after whatever the bartender's name is. And my last name's Kelly. So he goes, he goes to the bartender. He goes, he goes, hey, man, what's your last name? He goes, Kelly. Boom. <laughs> Kelly's Roast Beef. <laughs> so I want to end it with a kind of a funny story. So if you ever get a chance, go to Kelly's Roast Beef. It's in Revere Beach, Massachusetts. It's delicious. And it's literally 10 feet from the beach. You get a sandwich, you get a beer, and walk to the beach. Anyway, it's pretty rad. All right, I'm going to do my tap, 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 roo. One, two, three, four, five, six. Less than, oh, my God, 26, 32. Look up. Anyway, I love you guys. Stay healthy. I will be back with you really soon. And much love. Bye.